welcome to Ask Questions. These are not experts. These are not journalists. They are just improvisers. Please do not take them or their advice seriously. Godspeed. listening to ask questions an interview podcast i'm tyler and i'm kathy kathy yes i am not comfortable with today's guest um you know we have someone from the coast guard coming on yes i know i read the email i have i didn't yeah i know Uh, you just told me about it as we were getting on yep i have broken several maritime laws I am like the maritime Jesse James. I had no idea that because I know you can't swim, so I have a ski do. Okay. And a life jacket. Maybe we just won't mention these broken laws to our guest. I. What if he's here undercover? Right. I- like, what if this is a a bust? I mean, you can't try me right now because I'm on land. You can only try me on the water, I think. I think that's how maritime law works. So I can say whatever I want. Yeah, I'm not They're kind of the myself. officers of the water, I assume. But what if he wants to drag me to the water and put me in water jail? Well, good thing we're on a Zoom call, so I don't think that's going to happen. Unless he finds your address and then hunts you down and then calls your loved ones and just, yeah. But that's very like rare. Like a coast... Yeah. Like a coast bounty hunter. Yeah, almost. But I don't... Are you afraid, Tyler? You're kind of sweating. I see a little sweat dripping. Very. Okay. I have done... I have done straight piracy on the open seas. Or as far out on the open sea as I can get on a ski-doo. Okay. Kathy. All right, well... I'm a wanted man. Let's just... On the waters. Let's just try to stay calm, Tyler. You're not good when you're frazzled. Stay afloat. Okay. You're, you'll be fine. Okay. Is If he mentions it, maybe you can casually drop it in that this was just something that happened in the past and not like yesterday or anything like that. Or, or I'll go on the lamb. Who knows? Okay. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and bring our bring our guest on today. All right, Jeff, are you with us? Yes, hi, I'm here. Uh, it's me, Jeff. I'm here. Uh, hi, how are you? Hi, Jeff. So glad you're on. We are good. Um, so, Jeff Harper, how did you get into the occupation of being a Coast Guard? Well, it's a funny story, actually. I um, I love swimming as a kid, and I thought, oh, I want to swim for a living. And, you know, I, I said, well, I don't want to be an Olympic swimmer because that's just too much work and too much fame. And so I said, oh, maybe I could be a Coast Guard. And so that's what happened is Coast Guards deal with water. So I figured I may as well just swim as a Coast Guarder. Oh. That's awesome. Uh, just a water bug, I guess, you know, just wanted to be in the water. That's yeah. so great. Jeff, Coast Guard is twofold, though. There's the the water sports part of it, you know, swimming, uh, throwing that, that life preserver out there, uh, shooting, I don't know, boat-mounted guns, whatever it is you guys do. But there's also the law part of it, right? The law enforcement angle. So have you always also been drawn to law enforcement or did that just happen to be part of the Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, they're called water cannons. So uh, the little water gun thingies, we use water cannons. But 
Also, yeah, it just kind of happened. I mean, lately there's been a lot of piracy on the uh, on the waters, and and just it always seems to circle back mm-hmm. to you know people that you wouldn't expect to be be a pirate, but but they are, and and so sometimes you just got to take them down, no matter how or why or where. You just have to kind of make sure that they get nabbed and taken to water jail. Which, by the way, water jail is literally an underwater jail with bars and uh there are animals and sea creatures down there like octopi and and squids that actually kind of like use the keys to keep you locked into the water jail so hopefully you can breathe if you're in water jail because there's no uh gills for you down there so it's like aquaman's prison yeah except aquaman can breathe under the water jeff have you ever come across someone that you just can't catch like keeps on committing um piracy or water against rules anything like that is there anyone that you haven't been able to catch yeah you know the the tricky thing is it's hard to catch people who who kind of really know the maritime laws where where we can only catch people when they're in the water but not when they're on land they can do whatever they want when they're on land they can they can reveal everything they've done in the water on land but we can't nab them unless they're actually in the water however we do have some uh bounty hunters if you will i guess you could call them who do kind of hunt down these people find a way to drag them into the water so then we can nab them and put them into water jail. So you're kind of like mall cops, right? Someone steals a pair of pants from Old Navy, and you're allowed to pursue that perpetrator up until they leave the mall. And at that point, you got to get a mall bounty hunter. Is that kind of how Yeah, give works? or take. I think, you know, you know what a bounty hunter is. They go out and hunt the bounty. And in this case, the bounty are the people who kind of loot the the seas or or think that they know maritime law and don't quite know everything and how it works. But, you know, that's why we're Coast Guarders. We Coast Guard all of the, the coasts. We guard all the coasts with our life. So a thing about the Coast Guard that a lot of people don't realize, there's that law enforcement aspect. But as far as I'm aware, you're also a branch of the military. But also, you know, you've got the Marines, the the Navy, the Air Force. you got Space Force now. But a lot of people leave Coast Guard out when they're thinking about it. So do you ever feel like you're the overlooked branch of the military or do the other branches of the military ever kind of like give you crap for being the Coast Guard, being the the little guy on the... Sure. I I like to think of it as like if you're looking at a quadrilateral in math, right? And you have the area, you're solving for the area and you're solving for the perimeter. Everybody always remembers how to solve the area for a square, right? Which is length times width. So length times width gives you the area of a square. But do you remember what the the perimeter, to find the perimeter of a square is? Something to do with numbers. No, see, no one ever remembers. That's how I feel like the Coast Guard is, right? We generally guard the coast, so we're kind of like Mm -hmm. the perimeter watchers, right? We're watching the perimeter, watching the, Mm -hmm. the, the coast, literally the coast. Everyone else is the area, right? They're inside, the Space Force, the Navy, the Army. So everyone always remembers them because they can remember the the area of a quadrilateral, just kind of like you can't remember the how to solve for the perimeter of a quadrilateral. So that's how we kind of feel. So yes, to answer your question, we do kind of feel left out because we feel like we're the we're like the short end of the math stick, if you will. Jeff, do you live on the water or do you live on land? I didn't know how... If you're a Coast Guard, do you have to live on the water like on a boat or if you're allowed to live on the land? I was just curious sure. about that. Uh, this is a great way to explain that there's another word uh, for bicoastal. You know, most people think of bicoastal as being on one coast and then kind of exploring the other coast. In this case, I'm bicoastal in the sense that I live on water and on land. I live on the water coast and on the land coast. So I kind of like, you know, where, where the sand and the beach kind of meet the ocean. I kind of live basically at like there, mm-hmm. but like much farther down, but not under 
ground or underwater, but like just below below Earth's surface, but like not quite that below, but you know, above, kind of in that area, just kind of in between. But yeah, where the ocean meets the sand, I kind of live in okay. there somewhere. Does it ever get lonely living there? I mean, do you crave some human interaction or you do you have people that live with you? Oh, I live alone. And, and I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that because, you know, in the Coast Guard, you, you see a lot of people when you have to go guard the coasts or whatever they need help with, you know, throw them a life raft or a life vest or, 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 or grab pirates from their, their houses, uh, you know, whether it's on Zoom or whether it's on uh, in-person kind of meetings. Uh, so there's a lot of people that I interact with on a daily basis, so I don't have to worry about, you know, living with anyone to feel like I belong. Jeff, we talked about perpetrators on the high seas earlier i just had a hypothetical question just throwing this out there let's say a person hijacked and stole from a cargo ship three thousand copies of justin timberlake's justified album from 2002 which probably the highlight of his career just throw that out there. It's probably probably the highlight of music ever, period. Let's say that they stole 2,000 copies of Justin Timberlake's album, Justified. How much trouble would that individual be in? Well, I first want to answer your question by saying at least it's not the Instinct No Strings Attached album because that is actually quite the pivotal uh, 90s, uh, early 2000s throwback because they have that song Space Cowboys, which I almost feel like the Coast Guard is the Space Cowboys for the water Right, like we kind of do a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. except we have space cowboys now. With right, the space Force, uh, but to answer your though. question, uh, yeah, a lot of trouble. I mean, that's a really popular album. Um, piracy really? is 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 both I- illegal, like on the high seas, but also like pirating music. You know, in the sense of like stealing music mm-hmm. by re-recording over it, or or stealing music from others. So, in theory, the piracy is twofold here, but it's definitely worthy of like a lifetime in in water jail water prison so so you know and 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 we do we do have trackers on all of our cargo ships so we you know if we don't nab someone right away the next time they're in water we're able to kind of like sink down below the uh surface of where we live between the sand and the ocean and and we're able to kind of nab those people as they come in because what people don't realize is we are kind of like an offshoot of the nsa as well so we kind of just have like eyes in the back of our heads but like literal cameras everywhere so we can watch people steal things and then get them if we can't get them the first time well, I don't know. I don't know how you would identify the person because at the time he was wearing um, a scuba suit and looked that looked like Kermit the Frog. It was a wetsuit, like Kermit. The Frog. Hypothetically, he was dressed like Kermit the Frog in a wetsuit in a scuba suit on a ski do. Hypothetically, could, I don't think you. Guys well, we did. Catch we that. did have. You'd we did have someone Kermit. dressed like that on a ski do, and um, and believe it or not, we have a laser uh, ray vision, so we can actually see through suits. Um, so we're able to kind of like, yes, yeah, so we're able really? to like, if anyone has a mask on or a suit, we can kind of just like, pe- it's like almost like we're peeling it away hmm. with our laser vision that we have through our technology. Hmm. Tyler, I really think you should stop. I'm just, just a hypothetical. Yeah. Your yeah. hypotheticals are really detailed and I. Well, I, I want to get, th- I want to get down to the nitty gritty of what the Coast Guard does. I didn't know they were so intense. How am I supposed to know how intense the Coast Guard is, and that they're apparently not just a bunch of knockover water mall cops. If I don't ask the hard questions, Kathy, and I'm asking the hard questions, and mm. 
And this has nothing to do with your personal experience, correct? Not at all. The Kermit the Frog thing was a lucky guess. Again, those are all all hypotheticals um, Mm -hmm. that I'm I'm asking here. Okay. Kathy, if you you want to follow up, I've got a – I'm going to be here. I'm just going to be um, on Travelocity looking for airplane tickets. I've got a trip that I'm just now telling you about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's all of a sudden? Um, I won a contest. Oh, what contest? Um, mini golf. I didn't know you played golf. You're not very Sh- coordinated. Sure. I'm pro mini golfer now, and I got to make it to this tournament. So I'm going to book some airplane. If I'll be right back. If you just want to ask uh, Jeff some questions about being water mall cop, okay. that'd, be, that'd be great. Jeff, if you weren't in the Coast Guard, what would you be? Well, I like swimming, you know, because uh, as, a, as an Olympic, I wanted to be an Olympic swimmer, but I'm also very good at golf. And people don't realize that. Like, I, I think, like, maybe I could have been a pro golfer. It's just not, like, the thing I wanted to do. Um, but I really, I really love mm-hmm. playing golf. I'm very good at it. I know where all of the golf spots are for both pro golf and mini golf and all the greens, uh, all kinds of golf. I know exactly where every golf ground is whether it's mini golf or putt putt or the green so i think you know i maybe even if i wasn't a pro golfer i could be a golf owner of a of a business of golf okay i'm sure you've seen tyler on the green too yeah i've seen a lot of people a lot of people on greens a lot of familiar faces a lot of unfamiliar faces a lot of disguised faces just so many faces on all the greens (laughs) yeah hey another hypothetical jeff um, let's say if somebody sank a cargo ship full of the 2011 movie Sucker Punch, the DVDs, because that movie does need to be submersed and never seen or heard from again. Uh, how big of a deal is that? Well, personally, I, I wouldn't take so much of an offense to it because I, I also wasn't much of a fan of sucker punch. I, I think it had a lot of details that need to be worked out. Mm-hmm. So I do think it needs to be sunk down to the bottom of the ocean. However, according to maritime mm-hmm. law and the coast guard, you know, taking cargo, sinking cargo, it's, it's littering. It, it's destroying the earth. It's, it's piracy. It's, it's, it's destruction of material. So really you're looking at four charges just for that. So it's almost more likely it's, it's like the equivalent of, of uh, the electric chair, but for like, you know, the jail in the water, the water jail, uh, which might be also the electric chair because electric and water don't mix. So would not, though, the sinking of that many copies of the movie Sucker Punch be considered good behavior in advance? Because let's be awful. It was an awful movie. Well, Jeff. sure. That movie was sure. Like I awful. said, personally, I, I I would like think that that person's a hero because I mean they just got rid of one of the mm-hmm. worst movies. However, according kind to, of an antihero, right? Yeah, kind yeah. of uh, like a vigilante, if you will. But 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 according to maritime law, you know, as as someone who works for the Coast Guard, I have to protect the laws and say that unfortunately that person would have to deal with the electric chair in the water, which is like an electric eel. You know, we put the uh, electric eel on the person and they just zip zap zap. Jeff, have you ever handled anything yourself or do you always let maritime law settle it? Oh, maritime law always settles it. You know, generally people think that we just come and go and then leave, but we always have eyes on everything, on everyone at all times. And, you know, especially people who enter the water 
And, uh, you know, sometimes we, we, we take a lot of tests. We have very high IQs. We have, you know, we've taken the SAT, the PSAT, the GRE. Even though some of us haven't gone to grad school, we take all those and we ace them. We get like a thousand percent on them. It's actually more than you can actually get because we're always thinking and always watching. That's just who we are. Wow. Why do you think that not as many people just really grasp what an elite force the Coast Guard is? I had no idea. I thought they were a bunch of chumps. No offense. Well, it's because we have very uh, soft demeanors. I mean, as you can tell, I don't look like I'm a Coast Guarder because I'm no, like a cheery no. disposition and uh, and I'm just very smart. Right. But some of us are like big guys. And those big guys are the ones that come to like people's houses and drag them into the water to settle the maritime uh-huh. laws. Um, but those of us who are like me, you know, we're the we're kind of like a lookout, if you will, in that kind of aspect where where we do help guide people to the world of the, of the maritime laws. But we also decide, you know, oh, oh, with my IQ of 412, uh, I think that this person was dressed like, you know, hypothetically dressed like Kermit uh, in a ski do. And like, here's the traffic mm-hmm. pattern from where that person came from and where they ended up. So then you can narrow it down and, you know, narrow it down to like three or four places and then kind of go from there. And with the x-ray vision and the security cameras, we can pretty much track anyone from anywhere. I have a hypothetical. Let's say Tyler. I know that's silly because Tyler doesn't look like he's done anything. No, this is the face of an innocent man. Yes. Um, what if he was the one dressed up kind of in a Kermit green suit and committing all these laws? Well, the only thing I could say really would be rest in peace, Tyler, <laughs> because that's wow. That's that's really I mean, you know, all these laws, if, if you were to be the, the person behind all of these things, which, again, the Coast Guard knows everything pretty much. We've got eyes in the back of our heads. We've got high IQs. But if that was you you know, then we would have to give you the electric eel chair uh, down in water jail. Mm-hmm. Over Sucker Punch. As much as I love the fact that, that this person may have destroyed Sucker Punch, which I would treat them, like I said, as a hero, but I have to go with maritime law. I can't go with my own personal beliefs. I took an oath. Right. So hypothetically, if, say, somebody decided to hijack a houseboat, and they opened a TGI Fridays, a mobile waterborne TGI Fridays, and they had spent two years going up and down the coast with this this boat before they hit it in a cove. I'm aware that this person, let's say if they did all the other things, would be, you know, apparently the eel death penalty. But what if that person decided to go recover his stolen TGI Fridays boat and just go on the lamb across the high seas don't know where he's going you know he might be going uh the indian ocean seems pretty hospitable you know uh maybe he's looked into it water seemed pretty easy to deal with out there how easy do you think it would be for him in his t tgif tgi fridays party boat how easy do you think it would be for him to evade the coast guard well I can answer this with two, 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 two thoughts. The first thought is um, us Coast Guarders, we love, we love our crispy green beans. So uh, if we smell the crispy green beans of TGI Fridays, we're following that boat no matter where it may go. Like a bloodhound. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what we do as Coast Guarders. And, and secondly, if, if this person was to have done all of these heinous acts on the high seas, 
knowing that maritime law exists only on the seas and decides to go on the lam on the seas, it's going to be very easy to find this person because we're always constantly monitoring and navigating the the seas, whether it's the Indian Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, the Antarctic Ocean. Mm -hmm. And so really, really, this person probably wouldn't want to go on the lam um, with their TGI Friday's boat because it's very obvious. And in fact, Coast Guarders go there all the time because it's a very delightful place to be on the sea. Uh, and it also just recently opened, which is also interesting because it hasn't even made the news yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fascinating. So maybe this person just doesn't ever go on the water again. Maybe they just avoid anything with the coast and they go as far inland as possible, say Nebraska, Utah, you know, maybe a desert where there's as little water as possible, you know, Nevada. What do you think their chances of evading the the Coast Guard bounty hunters, those diehards, what do, what do you think their chances of evading the maritime law that way are? Well, if you really think about it, the desert, cactuses are full of water. So if cactuses have mm-hmm. water, maritime law, it, it prevails in, in, in areas where deserts are. But also really people have saliva in their mouths and saliva is is water-based. So really if you're a human salivating, you technically are in maritime law, whether you're on land or in the sea. Now, we don't always go that far because, you know, we got to give people a chance. If they're if they're on land, you know, they can kind of be safe. But again, that's why the bounty hunters exist for, for And you the probably sea. have bigger fish to fry, right? Other than TGI Friday's justified sucker punch guy. I'm sure he, his crimes are heinous. But well, you've got Somali pirates, right? You got to get to first. Like I said, this person, uh, apparently it's only one person who's a guy, uh, that uh, destroyed all these Sucker Punch DVDs. I mean, that's, like I said, I would treat this person as a hero. Much respect to that person. But according to maritime law, I took an oath, so I have to follow the laws of the ocean and the land, really, which mm-hmm. is that maritime law is is succeeded by the land, but then when there's land, when there's water, then, you know, we can kind of, we can just kind of go wherever we want. But, yeah. Hmm. So, Jeff, you're saying, really, they can't hide from the law. Correct. No matter where from they the go. From the maritime law. Correct. Maritime law exists. So people who want to steal things on the high seas think they can get away with it if they're not in the water. But as long as something is water-based, I guess I should clarify. Being on land is excluded from maritime law, but being on land where anything is water-based is not. Maritime law is based in water. Water, no matter where that water is or goes or does. I had no idea the jurisdiction was so wide for the Coast Guard. Well, we like to make things vague because we can't have people coming back and being like, well, it doesn't say that it has to be only in the ocean. We can say, well, we say it's water-based. Did you Were you involved in water? Then yes, we can take you. Hypothetically, if this happened years ago, is there an amount period where this is a sponge yeah, from Yeah, a, a statue of limitations, right? Uh, mm. There's got to be something like that. Well, number one rule of maritime law is there are no limitations. Hmm. As long as it's water-based. You don't say. Tyler, are you okay? You're kind of sweating. Is it hot in there? Sweat is another is another thing that is involved with water based, right? Because because mm-hmm. sweat uh, can drip into water. So so if, if and theoretically, if you're on land and you're sweating, then maritime law goes into effect in that case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hey, Kathy, uh, I don't know if maybe we we could just go ahead and go to our lightning round. Um, I I actually booked I booked my flight pretty soon um in like two hours that's a really quick flight i mean that's really Mini quick golf time. waits for no man kathy and it's oh maybe jeff can meet you because he loves i know all the golf. i know all the golf spots 
No, it's I'm sure you do, but this is a very um elite tournament. Tyler, we gotta be you know? we gotta be nice to our guest, you know? It'd be nice if you said you know, you could offer him some companionship there. A lot of Coast Guarders who are going to be on flights today uh, for the next couple of hours uh, going to different places because we all like to play golf. We do love to play golf. Mm-hmm. So you may you may run into a couple of us for sure. Uh, in fact, I'm sure you will. Air water marshals? You guys have air water marshals on airplanes? Yeah, I mean, you know, they serve water on airplanes. So technically it's within the, the laws of maritime. Um, yeah, and planes go over the ocean. They do. Yeah, you'd think that would be the the Air Force's jurisdiction. But I guess not. Well, it can be. It can be. But it also can be for maritime law. Um, actually, I don't know uh, where the, the tournament's going to be now, Kathy. I think I'm going to get a new ticket sometime soon. See, I didn't even know you owned golf clubs. That's just so strange to me. If you've ever been to a mini golf course, they provide the, the clubs to you, Kathy. Yeah, and the grass that they have uh, is definitely gets watered all the time. So that's also within maritime law as well. Oh, yeah. They have sprinklers going off for them. Yeah. Um, well, we like to have, Jeff, something we call the lightning round. where We're going to ask you rapid fire questions. And you just give us quick, short answer uh, off the cuff, right off the top of the head. Are you ready to sail into our lightning round? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Hopefully I get a, a, a C average or higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Jeff, how formidable are the Coast Guard in hand-to-hand combat? Oh, we're, we're very, we're very uh, great at that. Like, we, we know Muay Thai, we know Taekwondo, we know Judo, we, knew, we know Jiu-Jitsu, we know Karate, we know really any kind of, like, hand-to-hand combat. But we also are very adept in, in, in rapiers and daggers as well. So, you know, we can do, like, uh, weapons as well, weaponry. I'm so screwed. Jeff, if someone were to run away, do you think you could be, catch them oh, real yeah. quick? Absolutely. You know, I like I said, I wanted to be an Olympic swimmer, but that didn't work out. But we do have a lot of people that train to be like Olympic uh, marathon runners. So so we definitely have some really fast uh, people on the, the Coast Guard. Hey, Jeff, what if somebody was willing to roll over on an accomplice um, in a piracy case? Would they get any kind of leniency? Is the maritime about any kind of cooperation leniency on that when they're not slicing with rapiers? Well, if, if, if there was any kind of leniency, then we would have to set an example for everyone and everyone would have to get some kind of leniency. Mm-hmm. So un- unless you decide not to steal things and maybe like be lenient and not take things on the high seas, then there is really no leniency for the crimes that were committed. Gotcha. Cool. Great. Awesome. Thanks. Jeff, what's your favorite word? Oh, my favorite word is gotcha. As you put all together in one word, gotcha is my favorite word. I bet you say that to all the people that you yeah, get. Yeah, when we nab them. When we nab them, whether it's on land or in sea, we say, gotcha. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny, Jeff. Have you ever fired a cannon? Oh, absolutely. I mean, remember, I said we have water cannons. So, you know, those are like, but we have like the big ones, you know, like the old pirates have, like, you know, back in the old movies mm-hmm. and stuff. We got those big cannons and we just go, Phew. sometimes it knocks people's heads off if they're not cooperating. Thanks for listening, guys. We had so much fun today. Uh, so thanks to our guest, Spencer Frankenberger. Uh, uh, did I get that right, Spencer? Yeah, that's close enough. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, where th- where they can fi- where can they find you when they get your name right on the social interwebs? Uh, luckily, you don't have to worry about that too much because I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Spencer101F. Or you can find me on my website, www.spencerfrankenberger.com. Thanks. Uh, And guys, don't forget, everything that you just listened to was made up on the spot and improvised 
by a suggestion given in by a listener just like you. So if you want to give us a suggestion for the next interesting person for the Ask Questions crew to interview, feel free to reach out to us at any of the socials that Kathy's about to give you. And while you're at it, don't forget to leave a review. We love seeing them and we appreciate it. It helps us out so much. Guys, if you are listening, make sure to like us at Ask Questions Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Spencer. We love you all. Goodbye.